<sighs> Welcome to the third space. I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm Jeremy Verkley. Kevin, are you okay? You seem uh you seem kinda down. It, uh, do you feel like people don't take us seriously? Ah oh, well, that's nonsense. Well I mean exactly. Like this is serious stuff we're doing here. No, Kevin, it's nonsense. What do you mean? Nonsense? No, yeah, but I just um, what do you why why are you saying? What are you saying it's nonsense? Well, that that's what we do. Our podcast is nonsense. No, like what no, this is like good good world-building stuff. Wait. Are you telling me you took this serious the whole time? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I could see why that would be frustrating. Hey, buddy. Hey, Kevin. Hey. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is why we don't go to the park with Bono anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's too loud and he scares the birds. He's too loud and um, he also steals other people's sunglasses because he's the only person who's allowed to look cool. Unrelated to the lyrics of that song. Um, uh, Edge, the Edge can come, though, and also the other two from U2. U2. The U and the two. There's U2, (laughs) the Edge, and Bono. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's actually named after some of the lesser known people from the band. Yeah. Uh, And Bono got upset, and that's why he made his own brand. Yeah. Um, Adam Clayton and Larry Mullen Jr. I gotta, I gotta tell you guys, you're standing out. You're standing out in the wrong way. <laughs> You've got the Edge and Bono, and, and then some regular fucking names. <laughs> just, yeah, can you imagine being in a band called U2, formed in 1976, uh, and, <laughs> and you have two people like, yeah, I'm gonna be called. Bono, I'm going to be called the Edge, and you're just like, just, just call me Adam. Just call me Adam. I guess if you want to shorten it, you can call me Junior. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's Larry Mullen Jr. If yeah. you want. Full name, Lo- Lawrence Joseph Mullen Jr. Jeez, like, uh, that's just, that is three regular-ass names stuck <laughs> together. Well, I mean, they're all, you know, just... A bunch of uh, British-Irish guys, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's you too. I know a lot about you too. And there our know. topic in this week of Creature Feature. No. <laughs> <laughs> Our creature is the edge. Our creature is uh, the edge as adjacent to Bono. Um, if, you, if you were to be a musician such as that, uh, you know, the edge... Flea. So a bassist? <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. Um, okay, okay. I mean, because Bono also 
There's Bono. Slash. Uh, slash. Yeah. Other ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, he, notably, it's not going to be your stage. Like, it's your stage name, but it's not going to be, like, your... Like, you're not an artist who so it's like, oh, yeah, no, this is, I don't know, Little Nos X. Like, that one, I'm like, yeah, like, that's sort of a weird name, but... No, you like, have there. You're in a band, but you have in, your own name. Yeah, you're in a band unrelated to the fact that <laughs> it's your name. <laughs> yeah. What 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 name? Do you know what kind of name you would have? Um, I guess I, I I will come up with an answer, Kevin. But first, I need to ask you: What instrument am I playing in this band? Oh, you are playing the theremin. Oh, the theremin. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> your lead singer. Plays the harmonica. <laughs> this band sucks. Um, you know, I think... And it headlines every folk fest. I think uh, I think uh, my name as a professional theremin player would be like Thermometer or something. Because there's a lot of like up and down hand raising. <laughs> the way you said theremin sounded like theramom. And I think that would be a pretty great name. The theramom? Yeah, I'm that the would theramom. be pretty good. I'm the theramom. I'm the theramom. Hey, guys. Come get some orange slices. That was a good uh, set today. <laughs> Thanks, Theramom. Thanks, Theramom. Anybody want some cookies? Thanks for providing some melodies. Uh, <laughs> what would what would your uh, band member name be? Well, I guess what do I play? Um, I'm gonna say you are all non-drum percussion. <laughs> What? Okay. What is a non? What is non jumper? Like, am I hand boning? <laughs> uh, hand bone, washboard, uh, maracas. I mean, I've, uh, castanetas. I feel like in cowbell. The first tambourine. The first thing that came to I said okay. Uh, the first thing that came to my mind was, and it's not a cool name, but slappy. <laughs> slappy. <laughs> Especially if if I'm in a band with a lot of like real cool yeah uh, dudes who have like yeah that's a real rock star name like Bono uh, this is Bono and Bono and also Bono and Slappy and here's Axel and there's Slappy take it away Slappy uh, <laughs> playing the playing the spoons I mean as he tried to do ham boning I don't want to slap my I don't want to slap my thighs too hard yeah. nobody will hear it. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to ham bone yourself. <laughs> but uh. a ham boner. Butumcha. <laughs> uh. Okay. Uh. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm interested in 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 people's band name aliases. Yeah, get us with your band name aliases. Yeah, send weird? them all to Kevin. What? What's good? Strawman K Weird. Notably, you're in another band. It has its own name. <laughs> yeah, it's in your <laughs> band name. This is your name in the other band. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm at Oops All Bonos. <laughs> <laughs> Which is apparently a lie because it's Bono and Bono and also Bono and Slappy. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I think you're in the soccer team. <laughs> the soccer team? Yeah. Cause their I, mom. I, yeah, because afterwards they get orange slices from their theramom. Go for ice cream. Um <laughs> Or the thermometer. That's the, that was the original one you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Both of them, I think, are acceptable for a theremin <laughs> operator. Yeah. Time to take your temperature. <laughs> Time to raise the heat. <laughs> God, I love the image of like one, like one of those clubs where there's like you know the the DJ, but instead of a DJ, it's a theremin <laughs> player. Yeah. yeah. But like doing all the DJ stuff. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Raise your hands. Got to um, keep mine here, though. Uh, oh man, it's like a ghost on Molly. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're not killing time. We're just having fun. Uh, it's it, it's time to feature something, Jeremy. So what what sort of something? A creature, perhaps? Some form of creature. Uh, that we shall pull and pluck from the annals of history and, and feature and feature yeah. and figure out what sort of stuff that is figure, all about. Figure out uh, what's up with that. <laughs> what's up with that? Hey, Kevin, let's change the name of our podcast from the third space to, hey, Kevin, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we can only reference that SNL bit. <laughs> British doesn't SNL bit. Nah, hey, ask what you're playing is what I'm referencing. Um, also fine. Uh, yeah, you have, so a, you have a creature, Kevin. I do. I'm going to take uh, everyone a little bit of a, a trip behind the curtain. And you as well, Jeremy. I didn't tell you this before we started. Um, Ooh, I, I get to go behind the curtain on my own show? <laughs> yeah, usually I keep you up front there because you smell bad. Oh, thanks. Uh, well, that's what I tell you. <laughs> is it the truth or is it just bullying? I'll have you know that I smell of bergamot uh, and sandalwood. I, you smell of burgers? Bergamot. You smell of burgers, mom? I, see I smell of burgers. I see, I see what you're doing here, and I've concluded that it was, in fact, bullying. <laughs> oh, dang. All right. Uh, then I guess I'll have to stop. Uh, I tried, usually try to figure out uh, a creature to do and you know do some research in it i had no ideas for this week so this this morning at 7 a.m uh <laughs> i mean that means nothing to anyone other than me and you right now yeah. i found a mythical creatures random generator oh yep and i just like all right let's find something and i did i did find something what did you find kevin i found the aspidocellon Aspidocellon? Aspidocellon. Okay. Is what it, what do we it, want to call them for the rest of the episode? Because there's no way we're getting all of those sounds think, together correctly. I think we call them Aspidocellon. I think I spent a lot of time figuring out the proper pronunci- <laughs> pronunciation of Aspidocellon. I'll just call them cellos. <laughs> you can call them whatever you want. I'm calling them an Aspidocellon. This is spelled A S B. I D O C H E L O N E. Drop the beat. Drop the beat. Aspidocellon. <laughs> and that is the pronunciation I learned from another website. <laughs> so if if I am wrong, take it up with the internet. Yeah, take it up with the internet. The whole internet. Not those websites. The whole, the whole ass internet. Yeah, the whole ass internet. And that means you got to go in that dark crack too. <laughs> yeah, that's where the secrets are kept. Okay, <laughs> here's what you need to know about the, the Aspidocellon. 
Yeah. It is a fabled sea creature. Oh? <laughs> Variously described as a large whale or a vast sea turtle. Mm. We'll get into that nonsense. Okay. Um, but basically, it is a giant sea monster with what they say is huge spines on the ridge of its back. But like, no matter what they say, here's the important thing about it. It's a huge sea, cro- sea monster that looks like it has an island on its back. Like, it, it appears... As if to be an island on right. the surface. So, so like uh, the disappearing island in Life of Pi. Yeah, it it's appear like this concept appears in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. There are there's you know you, you see things like turtles with a with a uh, with like a palm tree coming out of their back or like yeah a lot. It, it is a very. Uh, common thing that you see in a lot of like fantasy social media not social media pop culture weird uh that was the word that came out social media is the pop culture of our lives and notably variants as of the aspio chelon so we'll get into that Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. appear in a lot of different cultures so the aspio chelon itself is just like vague medieval stuff and we've actually used that in our world builder episodes too. We've had like a world on top of something else. Yeah, yeah, we've definitely had that. Yeah. Uh, so let's learn a little bit about the Aspido Chelon. Yeah, t- tell me the characteristics that we know about these things, Kevin. Well, uh, fortunately, uh, because it is a a fantastical creature like it it's it's a little bit in a way that this creature is a very much even in this even in its original writings is a literary device yeah uh it is weirdly moralist uh <laughs> but you know here you know you know what here i'll 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 set you i'll set you some information all right what so, what style are are you going to present this information in well, I'm gonna. I'm in a staged reading. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So this is from uh, the <laughs> Physiologus, which is a didactic Christian text uh, compiled or written by some Greek author. Um, we're not going to get into what the Physiologus is. This is from the Physiologus. This is from a Latin translation from the Physiologus. <clears throat> There is a monster in the sea, which in Greek is called Asphodochelon, in Latin, Asp Turtle. It is a great whale. Yep. It has what appears to be beaches <laughs> on its side. I hate that sentence. <laughs> in Latin, Asp Turtle. It is a great whale. It has what appears to be beaches on its hide, like those from the seashore. This creature raises its back above the waves of the sea, so that sailors believe it is just an island so that when they see it, it appears to them to be a sandy beach, such as is common along the seashore. Believing it to be an island, they beach their ship alongside it, and disembarking, they plant stakes and tie up the ships. Then, in order to cook a meal after this work, they make fires on the sand, as if land. But, when the monster feels the heat of these fires, it immediately submerges into the water, and pulls the ship into the depths of the sea. Pause. 
Such is the fate of all who pay no heed to the devil and his wiles, and place their hopes in him, tied to him by their works. They are submerged into the burning fires of Guiana, for such is his guile. Oh, so is a metaphor. Yeah, that last part where yeah. they're like, yo, imagine imagine a, a, a turtle that's a whale. Uh, that well, here's, here's my favorite part about that. drag you into hell. My favorite part about whole, that whole thing was the sentence that you hate. Oh, yeah. It, in Latin, bec- it means asp turtle. Which- yeah, because that means that asp turtle is another word for whale. So now when somebody's like, hey, what's your favorite animal? I don't have a favorite animal. I'm not a child anymore. I don't have a favorite animal. <laughs> but when somebody asks, hey, what's your favorite animal? I'll be like, asp turtle. And they'll be like, oh, it's that. And I'll be like, it's a whale. No, <laughs> <they'll-> no. <laughs> no let, okay. So, Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so the name Aspidocellon, it appears to be sort of like a compound word of Greek aspis, which either means asp or shield. Yeah. Um, and chelon, which means turtle. Yeah. So, shield, so turtle. shield turtle, asp turtle. Um, there is no indication that anything about this is like a turtle. Like, depictions, <laughs> of, it is a, depictions of it is a whale. There's no turtle involved in this. Yeah, but it's called an asp turtle. No, no, yeah, because it means because it's because that means that means either asp, which I'm like yeah. like the snake, yeah, or shield and yeah. turtle, yeah, and it is not a it is not a snake, a shield yeah, or it's a, a turtle. Whale. It's a whale. I know. I <laughs> why. What's your favorite animal? Uh, it's an asp turtle. What's that? It's a whale. That's not a, what a whale is, though. Well, it's what an asp turtle is, though. <laughs> Look, if you're going to ask me a question that I don't have any sort of stake in, be prepared for an answer you don't like, Kevin. Yeah, it's there. there's no depictions of this thing as a turtle. There's only depictions of it. As like a big old fish, really. But we're including turtles with islands on their backs because there's lots of more modern we're, descriptions. We're including turtles with islands on their backs because people when people there's been a lot of like when you look at things where it's like, oh, what sort of appearances are this? They always mention like a turtle, which makes sense because with, yeah. if you learn the like, oh, aspidocellon, uh, it's like in an etymological sense means like shield turtle or asp turtle. You're like, oh, like a turtle. Yeah, like, no, like no, like a whale. Like, no, like a whale. Like, yeah, but you just called it a turtle. Like, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, but an ass turtle just worth- is like a whale. You should have asked me what my favorite animal was. Uh- <laughs> um, I also like the fact that they could drive stakes into it, and that doesn't bother it. No, uh, it's fine. It's no. just sand. But, but I mean, it's its back. Uh, but when it feels the heat of the fires, it's like, no, I'm getting out of here. Well, when it feels the heat of the fires, they're like, it, they finally relaxed. Time to drown them all. It's it does they and then as it as it goes down into the depths of the ocean, it says this is a metaphor. Yeah, here's what bothers me: there's no indication of like why it does this. It seems like this is just a creature that's like, uh like it's like if it's a whale, yeah, it needs to go up on surface to breathe. I think same thing with turtles. I know they can breathe through like their buttholes, but they still need to breathe. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Kevin. What's uh? Can you guess what my favorite schoolyard insult is now that you just said those sentences? <laughs> do you breathe? Do you breathe in your butthole? 
No. Hey, you breathe like a turtle. <laughs> what? Like through your butthole. <laughs> you pull in air through your butthole. You pull in air from your butthole to breathe. <laughs> like a turtle, not a whale. Sir, you're 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 30. You need to leave this playground. <laughs> Look, I was invited here for I, a showdown. By who? Playgr- of schoolyard insults by that child. <laughs> Okay, okay, well. I was minding my own business, walking down the street, and they challenged me, officer. I mean, that. admittedly, that child is a, does seem like someone who breathed through their butthole. Yes, exactly. My, my insult is pertinent and accurate, and I have won the round. Good day to you, child. Good day to you, officer of the law. Uh, all right, very well. Very well. Because <laughs> I can't arrest you. Then the kid's like, I've never seen that man before, and I'm just running. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm like, shut up, breathe through butthole, kid. Uh, So uh, one quick feature, then I'll do do another quick uh, reading that gives some more information about these uh, things. Um, There is information that that it uh, emits a sweet smell from its mouth. It opens its mouth, then emits Mm -hmm. a sweet smell that lures fish into its mouth so that it can eat them. So an underwater smell. Yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. These people don't understand underwater. It uh, it it uh, releases some uh, highly concentrated fructose syrups, makes the water around it cherry flavored, and fish love fish fish love cherry flavored things. Fuck yeah, over his mouth, a Kool-Aid comes out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would also get fish, me to swim fish, in there. Fish are like, oh, yeah, Kool-Aid, and it's like, nom, 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 and then, nom. And they're like, oh, this is definitely not an allegory for Satan. Nope. <laughs> well, it, and it can't tell them that it is, in fact, a metaphor, because if it opens its mouth underwater to try to speak, bubbles just come out. All right. I have one more quick uh, little reading here to do here. This is uh, from The Whale. So once again, never in history is there a reference to it being a turtle other than its weird name. Uh, this is an old <laughs> English poem, The Whale, uh, where the monster appears under the name Fasted Ocalon. Okay, yeah. Uh, this is apparent. This is apparently a variant of of the, of the aspect of Chelon because it's incredibly yeah, this is, similar. This one is fastidious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just want to give give you a mm, so this so uh, this is from the Ex- Exeter book. Now we will get into. I just very quickly want to give you a brief history of the uh, the Exeter book. Uh, which is that the book has suffered multiple mutilations. Uh, and it's possible that some of the manuscript is missing. It is believed the book had been used as a beer mat, a cutting board, and suffered other types of mutilation by its previous owners. That is written by a book lover. That's written by a person who's like, when you open your books... Do not open your book more than 30 degrees or you're damaging the spot. I, I much uh, love the idea that, like, you know, it's <laughs> it was this ancient book. Like, but at the time, they're just like, yeah, it's just a fucking book. I'm going to gonna use it as a coaster for my beer. One look, of the, I'm one of them look, drunk monks. I look, there's only so much table space. The book's here. I could move it. I could put it back on the shelf or... I could cut these onions on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what am I going to do? Damage my counter? 
It's it's twelve thirty one. Do you know how hard it is to get a contractor in to fix my counter? Yeah, this is this is natural redwood. This, I just stained it. I'm not going to put scratches on this. But this book, full of poetry, nobody wants that. Uh, humans have not changed <laughs> <laughs> at all. Yeah, ever. All right. Uh, so I'll read you this very quick. Uh, a description here. Uh, new ick fit gent. Sorry, that's uh, the old English. Uh, this time I will with poetic art rehearse by means of word and wit a poem about a kind of fish. Whales aren't fish. They didn't know that. The great sea monster, which is often unwillingly met, terrible and cruel to seafarers, yea, to every man. This swimmer of the ocean streams is known as the asp turtle. His appearance is like that of a rough boulder as if there were tossing by the shore a great ocean reed bank begirt with sand dunes, so that seamen imagine they are gazing upon an island. They moor their high-proud ships with cables to that false land, make fast the ocean coursers at the sea's end, and, bold of heart, climb up. And then, of course... Such is the way of demons, the want of devils. They spend their <laughs> lives in outwitting men by their secret power. Inside them do the corruption of good deeds, misguiding. What the fuck were these people's problems with whales? Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> I, I, I have an idea for a book. I don't know if this has anything to do with, like, our creature feature, but these people hate whales. Okay. This is this is my idea for a book, and we we should write it together okay. and actually publish this book because I think it will do well. Okay. Nobody take this idea. All right. We take creatures, yeah, mythological creatures, monsters, horror film creatures, whatever. Yeah, we take them. We describe them in a way that is a bad description. <laughs> like you, you just described. Like, ah, it's boulder-like. Yeah, it looks like an island. No, no, you boulder-like. All right. <laughs> an island does not look like a boulder. I mean, yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah, uh, we just we describe it in, like, a poor way, in, in a way that's incomprehensible to imagine. And there's no picture of this monster. <laughs> <laughs> there's no reference. Uh, and we do it in high fluting language. And then you turn the page, and then there's a denunciation... <laughs> About evil people being drugged to hell in a specific way every single time. So every single page, description of monster, flip the page over, description of how it drags people to hell as a metaphor. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I love this idea of a um, of like an old man talking to his grandchildren or just you know kids from the neighborhood, <laughs> kids that he that he got it that he got into verbal fights with, and he's like. Let me explain to you this creature. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. Yes, yes. Anyway, that is what Satan is like. <laughs> hey, dude, what's your problem with whales? <laughs> like, let, can, 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 let, me, let me give you an example, Kevin. Okay. Um, so I, I want you to know the creature I'm thinking of is a unicorn. Okay. Um, the creature adorned with a skull-like spire from its from its head Crown. roams the rocky plains in its uh glowing countenance 
And that is just like the devil whom glows in his satisfaction as your drug to hell. Every time, I, I love this specific line. Such is the way of demons, the want of death. Yes. He just explained, yo, this fish looks like an island. Like Satan. <laughs> Such who, is the who way. Who spends their life outwitting men by their secret power, inside them to the corruption of good deeds, like landing on an island. <laughs> you just thought you were landing on an island, but boom, Satan's gotcha. I like how the implication of that is that landing on an island is always a good deed. It is. If you land on an island, you're doing a good thing. There is never once in the history of man been people who landed on an island and then <laughs> bad things happen. Never, ever. Never. Dear diary. Dear diary. Today... I landed on an island. More heaven points for me. Uh, <laughs> that is not far off from what some people thought. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, see, you were here. I landed here. Yeah, you never landed on this island, so you don't get the heaven points. No, we did once land on it. No, 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 no. No. But you didn't no. now. I didn't yeah. see it. I didn't see it. Me. I'm the referee. God. (laughs) I'm the referee. I'm also a player. Uh, (laughs) It seems like a bad game. Um, Uh, How dare you insult my religion? Organized Uh, religion. Um, Okay. So a couple different sources of the story we'll get to before uh, we, you know, we got to figure this out. And we'll probably talk a little bit more after the break. Um, so it's talked about a lot of things. Uh, there's plenty of the elder, of course, who gets freaking everywhere. Um, <laughs> he tells the story of a giant fish, which he names Pretus. Uh, mm-hmm. There is sorry from the Alexander romance about a whale of a whale island in Alexander's letter to El- to Aristotle. Uh, that's very similar to like the first voyage of Sinbad the sailor. So also in Sinbad the sailor. Uh, there's, you know, there's, there's obviously the Jonah. Which is, you know, yeah, yeah, Jonah the whale, yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. Uh, There's Pinocchio, yep, yeah, which would go up to Pinocchio, yep, Monstro, yeah. Uh, the, uh, there's things up here in like by, Greece. By the way, Geppetto, like I know it wasn't super nice in the whale, but you didn't have to pay any taxes. Just, saying. I mean, you don't know what that whale, what that whale's deal was. You didn't have to pay taxes. You just had to avoid stomach acid. Scoop, scoops you up and, it, and scoops you up. It's like, this is a nice one-bedroom apartment. $1,000 <laughs> a month. It's a one-bedroom apartment. $1,000 a month. 10,000 square feet. Why don't, if you can't afford it, why don't you just move to a place with lower house rates? You're like, I'm in your belly. I'm in your belly. You ate me. Oh, well, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> Lazy millennials. <laughs> Perhaps you shouldn't have eaten so much avocado toast. I was on a boat. Literally, all that was on there was like... All I had was bread and avocado. It was a very bre- specific boat. Like, I squeezed lime on it because I didn't want to get scurvy. Not because I'm a fancy boy. <laughs> I mean, you have look- Jeez. I love looking at... Av- okay, av- monstro. Av- 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 I love looking at, at like... You know, bread with avocado spread over, just being like, I don't want to get scurvy, and just squeezing a lime. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't know how this is the, the best way of doing this. Uh, it, there's some in the in the Talmud. There's stuff, um, 
uh, from the Inuit of Greenland with um, um, Imapu Umasara, which is a giant sea monster often mistaken for a... These, some of these ones almost sound more like a stingray. Like, they are described as vast and flat. Okay, yeah. Uh, a lot of talk about, about Bill, specifically, they they seemed fine when you, like, got on them. Is like They always refer to, then they built a fire, and the thing was like, what the fuck? And they got yeah. out of there, because it was too hot. Yeah, it was like, you didn't start a fire, and then it went underwater. Yeah. To make um, sure that you did. By the way... Um, you said fast and flat, and yeah. my brain, still in schoolyard mode, was like, your mom's fast and flat. <laughs> I was like, wow. Sir, wow. sir, you are, I have, sir, I have you are 30. You can't come back. Come back to where? Here. I, I remember you from the other day. You're the one who told that kid that he breathes out of his butt. Um, no, I've never been here before, sir. Because you, you look a lot like him. Like who? The guy who was here who told the kid to really breathe out of his butt. Why would you tell a kid to breathe out of their butt, though? Well, I don't know, but you look like the guy who did that. That seems like a mean person. Yeah, but now you're here telling him that his mom is vast and flat? Yeah, because, okay, so this is a long story, but um, I met uh, the, the child's mom. Right. Um, and they were quite rude to me at the supermarket. Okay. Um. And uh, being a public space at the supermarket, I didn't want to cause a scene. Of course. Um, so um, I just I came here to the school and uh, I, I happened to know that the child goes to the school. And, then, right. and I told him his mom is vast and flat because uh, she was mean to me. Right. But you did it from across the street with a blow with a bullhorn. Well, yeah, because, um, you know, I'm 30 years old. I shouldn't just go on the school grounds. I mean, that's. That's true, but I also don't think... Are you a parent of one of these kids? No. Oh, you need to go. I am an uncle, though. (laughs) (laughs) What a fun scene. What a fun character. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right, let's wrap this up. Um, uh, There's a specific uh, story in The Legend of St. Brendan, uh, which is Irish folklore, uh, where it was called Jasconius. Mm-hmm. Um, because of its size, Brendan and <laughs> I did not... you said you said that name with such disdain. It's just Saint... because of its size, Brendan. It's just Saint Brendan. I think Saint Brendan is fine. Whenever they drop the saying, it's like, like because of its size, Brendan and his fellow because that sounds like a, like a ten year old boy. Yeah. Uh, and his fellow villagers mistake it for an island, and they make camp. They celebrate Easter. Uh, then they light the campfires, and it wakes up. Um. And then Brendan explains, as they race, they race their ship, and Brendan explains that the moving island is really Jasconius, who labors unsuccessfully to put his tail in its mouth. Now, that just seems to uh, counter what it's we a, just... It's a short Ouroboros. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it's a terrible Ouroboros. Ouroboros yeah. can. Uh, yeah. I like the... Ouroboros... Ouroboros can put its tongue on its elbow. I like the concept there is that this, that in Brendan's mind, uh, they lit their fires and the, and, uh, Jasconius, I always stumble over that. Jasconius awoken and went went like, oh man, I'm too hot. Better bite my butt. (laughs) 
<laughs> Got a bite that ah, my butt. Come on. I, I also cool. everybody knows my butt is hot. Also, I love I love the specific wording of it. Labors unsuccessfully. Yeah, but its tail and its mouth, which means it's just like get it, get up, get up here. Ugh. Such is the way of devils. Um, uh, and then um <laughs> um then there's Zaratan's another name uh from that's from the Middle East. You know, like Sinbad the Sailor uh mentioned mm-hmm. in the first voyage. I uh, found a sea monster like that. And Chile, there's a giant sea monster named Curo or Hide. I'm assuming it's Spanish, and I don't think it's just hide. Um, and it's a vast and flat thing, using looking like stretched out animal hide. That's what I mean by like a lot of these descriptions sound yeah, like sort of like a stingray, manta ray ish. Um, yeah. So stretched out like animal hide that devours every living thing that comes in contact with it. So that's the first dis- description that it eats people. No- nothing yeah. else describes it like that. Only well, in it, Chile. it doesn't say it eats people. It says it eats everything. Yes. People just happen to be included in that. They, that is true. That is true. Um, Speaking of things that people are included of, Kevin, we should probably go to commercial. Oh, sounds like fun. This week's episode of the Third Space is brought to you by. No, 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 no. We're we're not. We we're not going to do a commercial. We're going to do a a petition. We're going what? to do a change.org petition because this because is nonsense. And I, I, I can't what? handle it. This is nonsense. What are you are you talking about the the content we produce? I'm talking about everything. Oh I'm talking about the state of the world. I'm talking about how things are. I'm talking about the fact that when I put my hand in my pocket, I find nothing in there. Okay, so I want I'm a nickels. little confused. I want dimes. Okay, so this is about cents. Then that's what it's always been about. Okay, um, so you want you want cents? You're tired of having no cents? Yes, I give me your coins. I want the dimes. Give me every little thing that I can hold in my hand and jingle a. Out. I want to jingle and jangle them and feel my pants grow heavy. So sign our petition. Sign our petition and give me your coins. All right, Kevin. Yeah. We've described a lot of examples of these creatures. Yeah, there's there's a lot of weird, funky stuff about them. But when it comes down to it, they are a vanishing island. They are a island on the back of... An aquatic animal. Uh, uh, yeah, things. Yeah. I do like the idea that because of all these different folklores from different places, um, anyway, Greenland, Chile, and um, uh, Middle East, that I, I hate how that one's just broadly Middle East. They don't <laughs> mention a country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is a region, though. I guess, yeah. But uh, going through all of those, there is a... Oh, I feel like I have to mention this so people get into it. Yes, J.R. Um, J.R. Tolkien made a little verse where he had, um, where in the Adventures of Tom Bombadil, where he mentioned the facet of Calon. So I know there's like scholars <laughs> of Tolkien, so I yeah, feel like yeah. I have to mention at least Tolkien's whole thing. Anyway, uh, but because of the mount, I like the idea that it's different sea creature. So yeah, there's a whale. There's also a turtle, and there's like I love the idea of a big giant stingray. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I like creature. I like the idea that basically depending on what large body of water <laughs> you're on, it'll have a different creature. Well, I mean, there's you know just like there's different animals all over the world. Yeah. There's different uh, of these <laughs> these islands. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So I guess the question is then, Kevin. What does that make this world like if these creatures exist? Because the thing that that comes into my head very quickly is every single time you see an island, there's a one in three chance that the island is going to devour you if you touch it. (laughs) Well, I don't think there's a good – what do you call it? Uh, I don't think there's an easy way of statting this out. It's just like any sort of run-in with a wild creature. You don't know. It almost reaches the point where, like, the common theme, the one common theme that we have throughout all these stories is the creature only seems to react when a fire is made. Well, except for the one that devours everything it touches. Yeah, yeah, but that's just, like, that's just the Chile uh, one thing. It's a vast flat thing that looks stretched on, like, yeah, but... That really is the odd one out, probably the more aggressive one. But, like, for the most part, they're so big and you're so small that, like, it only seems to care when it gets hot. Hell, people... So, in these stories, people have driven stakes into the sand. Yeah, overall, these creatures seem pretty darn chill. Yeah, the people have driven stakes into the sand. They've celebrated Easter... Yeah. On its back. Yeah, no problems. Um, no problems. But then they light a campfire, and it's just like, 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 as much as there's all this stuff about, like, oh, it'll devour you, most of them just seem to be like, oh, fuck, I'm hot, and just goes underwater. Yeah, think about this, explorers and monks. Think about this. Would you like a fire on your back? I I kind of like the idea, because the, the only thing for most of them we hear mention of like once again the the Chile one, which is the the Kira or the or the Hide or Hide. I don't know. I I don't know Spanish. I don't know Spanish. Span- I know also it could just be an indigenous language from Chile that's not Spanish. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna keep saying Hide, um, which, <laughs> which I feel like is something different. Anyway, um, it. Other than that one, nothing there seems to imply that these things are actually malicious in any way, other than people being like, "Fuck that whale." Uh, well, I mean, yeah. the thing is, the thing is, Kevin, if you were on a ship, yeah, and somebody took out like some of your like lifeboats or whatever to an island to set up camp ahead of time, and they lit a fire, and you saw the island like sink <laughs> down and take all the ships with it, <laughs> oh, I, I think, I think people believe they're malicious. Yeah, it's like, oh, it, it did it on purpose, but no, it's just like there's a fire on my back. I came up to chill the surface because that's what I like to do. I came up, now, I was breathing, I was relaxing, sunbathing in the sun. It was yeah, so and nice. Now, and then you lit a fire on my back. And now they're hot. Like, there's no indication that these have any enhanced form of intelligence. They are just creatures that happen to have, that happen to look like islands. Yeah. And so, some, some, someone comes on, lights a fire, and they're like, oh, oh I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah. Uh, and so everybody knows that that was an unstoppable truth that if you lit a fire on one of these backs, that it would go down into the depths to extinguish the fire until 
uh, We Didn't Start the Fire was released by Billy Joel. And then you could play that song and it'd be like, is there a fire? I'm a little confused. And you would would have enough time to get off the island. Yeah, of course, Billy Joel uh, was a monk. Yeah, a fared mariner monk. Mm -hmm. From uh, 976. Yeah. Uh, he he he, <laughs> he didn't believe that such was the way of demons and devils. Well, no, it's just that he burned down his monastery, and then he wrote a rock song about it. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's also it was also it was a lot shorter because there was less like history that he had to say in the song. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was mostly like <laughs> it was also how many birds he saw. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, there's not a lot of news being handed around. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. So I can't, I can't get the tune right if I'm saying birds. Like, it's actually a weird, really hard tune to hit if you're not actually saying events that are happening. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have pre-written lyrics, it's, it's yeah, an no. impossible song to improvise. Yeah, no, it's a very hard improvise song. Yeah. Uh, fun, though, a f- real fun parody song. Yeah. <laughs> Probably one of the best parody songs. Uh, so what I would say there is that, like, uh, especially in some of the earlier times of seafaring, you might like once it becomes aware like oh yeah there's just islands that aren't islands you would have to if you if you are not a hundred percent sure that that is an island yeah you only light you, fires on charted islands I know I don't here's like I don't even you want to land on an island that you're not sure is an island because yeah it goes underwater because of the fire but it also could just go underwater because it's not a like once again, it doesn't care about – they're so big. They don't yeah. care about you being yeah. on their back. They're just like, well, time to go back into the sea, and down they go, yeah. taking you with them. Like, the 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 even if you're not tied to it, the pressure of it just sinking in, like, yeah, you're going to get – Yeah, you are, <laughs> you are you. dead. Yeah. So, in my view, like, like – <laughs> I, I think I think by their nature they have to be incredibly sanitary, which makes sense. It explains the way that they get food is they open their mouth and just fish go in. Well, Kool Aid comes out to draw the fish in. Kool Aid comes out, fish go in, fish they go close in. their mouth. Yeah, more fish uh, come to hang out in the Kool Aid. Yeah, which means they only leave when they're like, not enough fish here. Yeah, I'm. Time to move on. <laughs> Time to hit that old dusty trail. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna head somewhere else. Um, I I would say if that's the case, then if we can get some of that Kool Aid, we yeah. can get some of that Kool Aid. If we can get some of we, that Kool Aid, we could get we, all the fish. Then we could fish to extinction. <laughs> Hooray! Wait. <laughs> Hooray! Uh, <laughs> I don't think humans need help with that. No, no, but it definitely would make it worse. <laughs> yep. Because for a while, yeah, we'll we'll be avoiding these things. But at a certain point, you're like, you know what? I like to try to kill one. <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, you probably would have to. Because if you think about overfishing, yeah, uh, which it doesn't matter which world it is. Humans are going to do that. Yeah. Um, if you think about that, that means you're taking food from these things. Which means they're gonna move. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah, they'll they they'll be a lot more mobile. Yeah, and that's that's probably where, um, like, with time, you sort of get a a version of one which is the Kuro. Yeah, uh, that it that is a lot more aggressive towards even non a lot more predatory. Yeah, well, I, th- I think a- also like 
something that large, like even a big ship, even like a galleon. Yeah. Like if you're like, oh, that's an island, like an I- that thing's mass is enough to wreck a ship just by accidentally hitting it. Yeah. So if you have a situation where it's you thought a shipping lane was clear, but now there's one of these creatures there. Oh, there, there, there is a news story in 2020 about one of these creatures getting stuck in the Suez Canal. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, like we got to get this thing out of here. And they're How do we like, get it's an out? island? How do you move it? <laughs> oh, it keeps it just keeps leaking Kool Aid out of its mouth. Yeah, yeah. There's fish everywhere, <laughs> full of fish, and this thing. Um, I mean, yeah, that's the problem you got to deal with is that they're that like you. I mean, this is the way they did it anyways. They you obviously you you move by the stars, but like you can't trust land around yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You you have to be very. <laughs> You, there, there would definitely be. Um, I mean, we're going back and forth when like time is, but as it goes on, the people will be like, "Oh yeah, an island." Because I think I honestly think things can stay for for days. I think they spend like days. Oh, in I, the same position. I think they spend weeks in the same position, Kevin. I think I think it could be up to weeks for sure. Yeah, I think like yeah, there they the, it could be a long period of time. I think like twenty five days. I think I think. I think if it comes down to it, I think if fish keep coming to an area, they won't move. You yeah. you could have one that's been there for years because why would it move? Yeah, why would it? Yeah, like they they have one specific purpose, which is to open their mouth, let out the Kool Aid, and let the fish come in. Yeah, and they're clearly asexual. They don't gotta find a mate. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they gotta lay eggs, right? I know whales. Well, I, I think they lay egg. <laughs> egg. Like just like I, I, I one comes one comes out, drifts to like the bottom of a shoal or whatever. Yeah, I understand that. Like we've been going a lot based off of whales, but all I can imagine is an egg. It's a whale that comes out of an egg. Yeah, it's a whale that comes out of an egg. It's an asp turtle, Kevin. Well, because because the other option <laughs> is that like as <laughs> like there's just two islands humping each other underwater. Well, or we do it the or and we do Kevin the that like masses of that size moving underwater in that way create tidal waves. Yeah. Or um, as one eye as like a female eyelid goes by, the male eyelid just like like I think that's a whale like whales have a lot of sperm um, <laughs> just unleashes it to the water, and then the other eyelid just goes through a cloud of it. Uh, I mean, hopefully getting pregnant. Yeah, I, no, I think I think asexual reproduction <laughs> is probably the way to go for creatures that that size. I I think because these are bigger than blue whales, right? Oh yeah, I I think we can still have egg fertilization. I mean, yeah, it just seems very inefficient (laughs) well but i think inefficiency is almost important for like if we're talking about like the way these creatures can sustain themselves like you don't want to live around the other creatures but i think having some connection to them is see my my asexual egg theory what i was thinking is like like once every 25 years an egg drops like (laughs) yeah yeah but then another one has to go and because, like, here's like, when I think of an island, like an island creature, I mean, they don't make any mention of it. But I imagine pretty, like, pretty long living. They're a turtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a turtle. Uh, 
so I I, I don't know. I like the idea of um, egg definitely, and and very uncommon egg, but like the 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 like let's say the female drops an egg, or whatever you know applies for a female in these in these creatures. Open its mouth, and a different kind of Kool Aid comes out, and that draws <laughs> in a dis like a a distant uh, male island. And then just the first one to get there, I guess, to fertilize the egg. That 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 means that every twenty five years, these islands get mobile. Yeah, every twenty five like, years, the hell's going everybody's on? like, all your all your ports full, no boats on the ocean. Yeah, like the, at this point, the islands are full on moving. Yeah, like it it is a time once a generation. All right, everybody, time to redraw maps because things are going to get weird. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone, everyone, everyone in a coast city, get ready to be flooded. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It is t- if now, if you're lucky, like if 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 a if a if one of these the uh, if an Aspichelon drops an egg near your city, you are ruined. Well, I mean, yeah, there's probably a there's probably less coastal cities and more um, stuff like. Uh, like Stormbreaker things around, uh, around uh, cities on the coast. Well, the thing is, I think naturally it's not much of a problem. And still, coastal cities are still very important because the, I think even with these things, the sea is still going to be an important like, uh, of, tra- well, a- abs- of trade. Absolutely, but I think like any sort of animal sort of has a pattern or like habitat that it likes more. Yeah. So like. I- you might not have, like, the island of Manhattan having a city on it because it's a natural stormbreaker. <laughs> I mean, what you would probably find is that there's one thing we know that these things don't like, and they don't like heat. That's why they that's they they, they, they pop into the surface to get some like you know sun on them, but their backs are all bouldery, so it's fine. Yeah. Um. But I think you like you might get. Aspidachel on wards, which are just like big old flames in the ocean, where they're like they get hot. They're like, oh, I don't like that at all. Oh, so turn around and so leave. what you're saying is that people harvest oil and light it on fire to keep these things away. Yeah, I mean, once again, they're an island. They're not stealthy. Yeah, these things aren't sneaking up on you. They could. They could <laughs> in like the deep sea. Donna. I mean, yeah, you, you, if they're submerged is, and you're just hanging out and they're coming up and you happen to be on their back already. Oh, yes. No, yeah. You, at that, at that point, you are either, you're either tossed aside or now you're, now or you're, you're beached on an island. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, light a fire, it'll go back under, and then hopefully your boat is not damaged and you won't sink. <laughs> uh, this is also the plot of New Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were da, 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 on five day tour. Da, 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 da. Five day tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they gotta go further out to get interesting things yeah, in yeah. this world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> five day tour. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a three hour tour. Uh, <laughs> but I do like the, the, the yeah. Just like uh, I can't remember the theme for Gilligan's Island either. Uh. Well, I mean, mostly because we weren't alive when Gilgamesh was going on. I only know this from pop culture references, but it's like sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip. 
Who? Started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. <laughs> I know that first. A three-hour tour. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I know that part for some reason. Like that first paragraph, not paragraph, verse. They call verses in those things. <laughs> Such is the way of demons. The millionaire and, devils. and his wife. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> Um, anyway, the ship set to grab because a turtle came up. Yeah. A turtle whale. Turtle whale came up. Turtle whale. Asp turtle. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I guess you... Here's the interesting about that. That's like, if you're... And you might have said this, and I just was thinking about Gilligan's Island. Um, <laughs> which is that you also have the choice where you're like, maybe I can just get this thing to leave <laughs> with, yeah. me, with me on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like my ship's fine. It's just beached. Trying to drive this thing back into the sea. All right, to everybody. Fire. Here's the good news: if we go to its mouth, there's going to be a ton of fish <laughs> <laughs> and Kool Aid. The bad news is we can't cook any of the fish. <laughs> bad, bad news is is if we choose the wrong side, we go to where it breathes <laughs> and uh, through its butthole. Through its butthole. Well, I mean, it has to breathe through its butthole. Its mouth is too busy spewing out Kool-Aid. Absolutely, Kevin. Absolutely. You'll hear no disagreement from me. They actually, I mean, they probably have, like, that's probably, like, if they're like whales, if they're whale turtles, then they probably have, like, a blowhole like a whale does. Yeah. Which is why they're at the surface is because they got to breathe through their blowhole while they have their mouth open and they're just then fish come in. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, in in the modern world, Kevin, they probably yeah. just have drones following them or like satellite tracking. They're tagged. They're yeah. tagged for sure. Yeah. Um, other than that, you we agree they probably just have a have a very normal physiology. Like if you if you were to cut it, does it not bleed? No, probably it does bleed, but it's probably more of an ooze because I don't think you're getting through its skin. Well, but I mean, like like if you were. To because uh, I mean these people capture blue whales and get oil from them. Yeah. Um. If you were to just like at some point just like okay we're gonna saw into this into this thing. I mean I think it would just submerge before you really got anywhere. Well no I'm talking about modern day. We have whale skeletons. Oh yeah 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 that's, yeah yeah. You, you're telling me at no point in the modern day someone's just gonna be like you know what drag that thing on shore we're cutting it open. Uh. The thing is, is it's hard because it's so massive. Well, I know it's hard. <laughs> I'm not saying people wouldn't try to do it, Kevin, but I think, I think like you would need a whole fleet of tankers to do something like that. Well, I mean, when so we really like essentially because they they usually can't go too far uh, into the shallows uh, because they're giant. Yeah. When they they always die out at sea and always just float down to the bottom. Yeah. So which means like. That's the circle of life. Yeah, the way that we we yeah, then at which point they're eat, they're eaten by uh, the fish, uh, and then the fish is eaten by Simba, <laughs> and then Simba uh, is chased by antelope. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then an antelope bullies him. Yeah, and then uh, says his mom is flat and vast, <laughs> and then he <laughs> has to change schools. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. If you'd like to change podcasts. Uh, really? <laughs> you don't want to like sum it up? I I I know we're we're at an hour. Yeah, let's but let's sum it up. You, I, you I just couldn't like... I just couldn't resist that segue. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that would be a st- that would be a stark ending. <laughs> 
And so when they die, they die, they'll cover the floor. As for how it actually, as for how it actually changes, uh, the way that, uh, that like things work, um, it would it, like we've it changes about many- a lot. It changes a lot of seafaring. Um, I would and say I, that I, th- I think it also sort of it's a <laughs> when people overfish, it's going to create worldwide well, problems. Here's the thing. If you want to, I mean, that already happens. Um, if you want me to like to draw this out into like the actual pro, like, like like you know, just just my conspiracy theory, I guess, style connection of how. Uh, this will be a problem um, is that eventually what will happen uh, is that we'll get access. We'll like these things, these things have glands that create a very enticing uh, thing for fish. Yeah. Humans will find a way to get those, to get access to those glands. Yeah, absolutely. Like it'll be tough, but we'll get that. I mean, there point- will be people that like, Oh, there's one of those things near our like coast. Let's go over there and scoop that stuff out of the water. <laughs> like, yeah. At which point they will, uh, uh, they'll they'll have that. They'll use that. We'll start overfishing earlier because it's like so. We'll have a time where it's like, like, it's so easy to get fish. Yeah. Like, literally all, hopping into your boat. Oh yeah, practically hopping all over the world. It's so easy to get fish. Fish become a very common thing. Um. But as we overfish more and more, uh, you'll have uh, there's marine ecosystems becoming more stabilized, unstabilized earlier before yeah. there was a lot of communication or technology. Yeah, to be able to deal with it. Yeah, you're going to uh, get tidal waves and other sea-based cataclysms as these things search for food. Well, not only them. What you would have um, is that uh, you would have a lot of other marine life moving around trying yeah. to find where the fish where like the fish are yeah so we would have a lot more spread out version uh like like where these sea creatures are like they would be just everywhere mm-hmm. um we we would get a lot a lot more of the uh the predators like large predators become a lot more aggressive yep like sharks and dolphins um, will just become a lot more aggressive to people. We'd be seeing a lot more shark well, attacks. Be, it would be to everything. I'm not done yet. Shark, we see a lot more shark attacks. What that means is that Jaws come out earlier, which means that we'd see a lot more shark-based horror films. Okay, which also means Jaws that we, 4. We're, we're having Jaws 4. We're having Jaws, Jaws 4. 4. And, yeah. and, uh, and uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl would come shark out Boy, earlier. Well, Char- but Shark Boy yeah. would be a villain. Shark yeah, he Boy would be. He'd yeah. be a villain, yeah. Yeah, they're... Because they're just so, so much of that. Um, if you think we're villains, please let us know when you uh, rate and review our podcast. We appreciate every single rating and review we get. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, also uh, get at us on social medias. Uh, you can talk to us about fish, I guess, if you want to. I'm at Sean K. Weir. I'm at Mighty Fuse, and you can get us together at Third Space Cast. You can send us an email, thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Or check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. Yep. Uh, you can also check out uh, my books. They're available on my website, kevinweirbooks.com. And I have very exciting news coming up, which I can't 
say yet. Uh, You're going to say it's exciting and then not tell me? Oh, yeah. I'm going to be like every writer on Twitter. Oh, fine. (laughs) Look, I very rarely get to do the... I have exciting news, but I can't tell you thing. Just give me this one. Well, I'm, I'm excited for you, Kevin, for yeah. now. For I can tell you after we're done. Mm. You got a sneak pre- You got a sneak peek, a sneak pre- preview. I mean, I sneak peeks pre- at stuff all the time. A pre-sneak brew, if you will. <laughs> a pre-sneak brew. Yeah. And our theme song is The Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space when Kevin and I go through a bunch of nonsense. Again? Just got my nickels. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. 